What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, y'all. My name is Abby Wilson. I serve as the Director of Guest Services at New Vision. I'm so glad you're joining us today for our podcast as we continue on in the book of Acts. If this is your first time, I want to let you know kind of how this podcast works. We just read scripture together. We are currently walking through the book of Acts verse by verse. So that's what we're going to be doing today is I'm going to be reading Acts chapter 20 in its entirety. Um, We're going to read through this. I want to go ahead and let you know up front that the first half of this scripture has some hard names to get through. So if I stumble over names of cities or names of people, um, I'm human. So I apologize for that. And we're just reading this together. At the end, I'm just going to give you a thought. There's a quite a bit of scripture that we're getting through today. So the bulk of this podcast is really just going to be reading scripture together. So I'm going to be reading today out of the English Standard Version. So if you are reading along and what you read looks different than what I am saying. We might just be reading out of different versions, um, or you're welcome to just listen along. But we're going to be reading, like I said, all of Acts chapter 20. So let's go ahead and jump in together, starting in verse 1. After the uproar ceased, Paul sent for the disciples, and after encouraging them, he said farewell and departed for Macedonia. When he had gone through those regions and had given them much encouragement, he came to Greece. There he spent three months, and when a plot was made against him by the Jews, as he was about to set sail for Syria, he decided to return through Macedonia. So Peter the Berean, son of Pyrrhus, accompanied him, and of the Thessalonians, Aristarchus and Secundus, and Gaius of Derby and Timothy, and the Asians Tychicus and Trophimus. Those went on ahead and were waiting for us at Troas, but we sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread, and in five days we came to them at Troas, where we stayed for seven days. On the first day of the week, when we were gathered together to break bread, Paul talked with them, intending to depart on the next day, until he prolonged his speech until midnight. There were many lamps in the upper room where we were gathered, and a young man named Euch. Eutychus, sitting at the window, sank into a deep sleep as Paul talked still longer. And being overcome by sleep, he fell down from the third story and was taken up dead. But Paul went down and bent over him, and taking him in his arms, said, Do not be alarmed, for his life is in him. And when Paul had gone up and had broken bread and eaten, he conversed with them a long while, until daybreak, and so departed. And they took the youth away alive, and were not a little comforted. But going ahead to the ship, we set sail for Azos, intending to take Paul aboard there, for so he had arranged, intending himself to go by land. And when he met us at Azos, we took him on board and went on to Mytilena. And sailing from there, we came the following day opposite Chios. The next day we touched at Samos, and the day after that we went to Miletus. For Paul had decided to set past Ephesus so that he might not have to spend time in Asia, for he was hastening to be at Jerusalem, if possible, on the day of Pentecost. Verse 17. Now from Miletus he sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church to come to him. And when they had came to him, he said to them, 
You yourselves know how I lived among you the whole time, from the first day that I set foot in Asia, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials that happened to me through the plots of the Jews, how I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public and from house to house, testifying both to Jews and to Greeks of repentance towards God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, behold, I am going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and and afflictions await me. But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And now behold, I know that none of you among whom I have gone about proclaiming the kingdom will see my face again. Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all, for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, and from among your own selves will arise men speaking twisted things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore, be alert, remembering that for three years I did not cease night or day to admonish everyone with tears. And now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is a Able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel. You yourselves know that these hands ministered to my necessities and to those who were with me. In all things, I have shown you that by working hard in this way, we, went, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And when he had said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. And there was much weeping on the part of all. They embraced Paul and kissed him, being sorrowful most of all because of the word he had spoken, that they would not see his face again. And they accompanied him to the ship. So this is all of chapter 20 of the book of Acts. It's I know it's quite a bit of scripture. It's like drinking from a fire hose. Um, there are just a couple things that I really want to touch on that stood out to me. As I was reading this scripture, I just kept thinking, this is the same man that was persecuting Christians, that was that was actually seeking out followers of Christ with the intent to kill them. And he did so. Um, if you If you think back, not that not that long ago in the book of acts um this was Saul who was just was just terrorizing um people of the Christian community people that were followers of Christ and really it was just his personal mission to take them out and now here we see if you go back and read specifically if you go back um to verse 17 and read that through the end of the chapter through the end of the chapter, that is kind of Paul's speech. It's when he's speaking to the Ephesian elders. Um, and it's remarkable. Like it is remarkable the faith that he has and the indwelling of the spirit in his life. And what I am reminded of in reading this is the transformation that can happen in someone's life when they accept Christ and the spirit indwells them. This was an absolute transformation. And I don't know about you, but for me, I think I've gotten a little jaded to what gospel transformation can look like. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily think about radical change. I think about it often, um, for children, 
Um, for example, my son, um, back in, back last year accepted Christ. And so he had gospel transformation and that is just as valuable as the gospel transformation Saul has, but it wasn't as radical, um, because of his age and because he didn't have the type of past that Saul had. I don't necessarily, this isn't my world. I don't live in a world where there are people actively trying to persecute me, um, that I'm aware of. Um, so it's, it's kind of hard for me to grasp that, but, but I'm trying to better understand the weight that it is to, to have that type of radical transformation. And also to know that, that when occurrences like this happen, one, don't be jaded and don't, don't, put it aside and don't think that it's not possible because we see it was possible. It was possible in Paul's life. It's exactly what happened with him, this radical transformation. Um, Two, don't put them off. Know that they can do the work of the Lord just like you and I can, regardless of their past. I'm thinking about in in verse, um, in I'm trying to find it real quick. Um, in verse 26 of, of Acts chapter 28, Paul says, therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all. And, and when I read that, I was like, wow, like Jesus erased his sin because of the work of Jesus on the Christ. Uh, I'm sorry, because of the work of Jesus on the cross, it, it erased when Paul accepted Christ and had this transformation and, and actually even a name change from Saul to Paul, where he was really transformed. Um, that sin was erased. It is hard for us as humans to forget that sin. We often are living, um, with our past baggage attached. It's hard for us to forget it in others. It's hard for us to forget it in ourselves, but that's what that's how God sees us. God doesn't see that sin. He sees the transformation and he sees, he sees Jesus. He sees the glory and the honor that was given to the son that he bestowed upon the son. He bestows upon us whenever we accept him. I also, in thinking about this, I'm remembering that, um, the spirit was working in Paul's life. It was the spirit guiding him it was the spirit kind of directing his steps. It was the by the spirit that he even says, I know I'm not going to see you again. I know what's coming for me. I know there's going to be imprisonment and afflictions. I know that that's what awaits me. Um, so Paul, Paul wasn't surprised by this pushback that he was getting, but that didn't stop his plan. That didn't stop his steps from walking in line with the will of God. And so really all I want to say about in this chapter, there's, there's a lot we could dig into, but my big takeaway is, is stay the course, keep the faith, keep walking in the will of God and he will bless your steps. It might not be easy. There might be afflictions. There might be persecute persecution. There might be lost relationships um, because of your convictions and because of of you standing firm in your faith, but there is a greater reward than we can even imagine. Hold firm to that. Hold tight to the truth that Jesus had pays the has paid the price. We have the transformation when we accept Him, and glory is waiting us one day in heaven. Y'all have a great day. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life 
or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.